No, we're not talking about it. <laughs> I want to talk about sex injuries. Nope. <laughs> no. All right. I'm ready for the show when you are. All right. Thanks for checking out this podcast. These guys talk about whatever they want. Two dynamic guys talking about dynamic things for you, a dynamic audience. This is season two of Last Night's Coffee with Chuck and John. What's going on, Night Shifters? We're back. Last Night's Coffee with Chuck and John. Happy Father's Day, everybody. Yep, we had Father's Day was... Sunday, yesterday, of the re- we're recording on Monday. Yep. So we like these Monday shows. They seem to work out better. Chuck really likes these Monday shows, and I, I seem, they do seem to sound better, in my opinion. So, and I, I don't care either way. So, it's good to me. Yeah. If got you text. like it, I love it, Chuck. That's the way uh, I like it. Just you got a te- text from Cheyenne. They can't get the lawnmower cranked. Oh, good grief. It says it was running, but it here I'm just gonna talk about it on I'm gonna talk about it on the podcast. Well, it sounds like it by golly. It's uh, smoking when we try to crank it now. It was running, but it keeps shutting off. Now it's smoking when we try to crank it. Now is this the one that's been worked on in the shop? No. Or is this your lawnmower? This is a little lawnmower uh, that uh that I bought from my yard and then I took it up there and let them have it. The little husk barner, right? And that's uh, a little yeah, a little cheap push mower. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. I, that's right. I'm with you now. I'm gonna tell them to let it sit for a minute. I keep forgetting Cheyenne's growing and out of the house, man. I know. It's crazy how much happens. Like you've only been we've been friends for what, five years now? Yeah. And uh, it's crazy how much has happened in five years. Dude. I mean, like graduations. Yeah. College. Kids going to college. I mean, Charlie's done, gotten into high school now. I had another kid since she came to work yet. there. Well, he's about to be, isn't he? Eighth, he'll be in eighth grade this year. Oh, my gosh. That kid blows me away. Yeah, but that. He that, looks like a dang high schooler. That's for sure. That's all that stuff that kind of falls under Father's Day and being a father. You know, it's kind of yeah. funny that we're talking about Father's Day, and she texted me immediately about the lawnmower. That is pretty funny, isn't it? Yeah. That's what went, dads are good for. I went by there. there bleh, bleh, can't talk. I went by there um, Friday when I was on my – when we were out and about, and, uh, yeah, the grass needed to be cut, cut but I wasn't going to say nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you weren't going to be that, Dad? No, I wasn't gonna be that bad. Yeah, come on, man. We can embarrass our kids every once in a while, can't we? It, it was kind of hot. I wasn't gonna be like, y'all need to be out here <laughs> cutting grass, because then it'd be like, Charlie, you cut grass, and Charlie'd be like, yeah. My, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, mine got pretty long. I think yeah. mine pretty short, dude. I just don't have a good time of day. Like, I had to wake up uh, early on Saturday. I started cutting grass at seven o five. You might have to do it like right before you go to bed. Uh, you know, that might have to be my, my move. We'll see. It's still pretty hot, though. It is still pretty warm, about 7, 8 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. So well, uh, did you give him any useful advice, Dad? 
Hey, uh, I did give him a dad joke. Oh, good. What kind of dad joke? It's a funny one. Do you Great. know how to, how to tell the difference between a a boy ant and a girl ant? No. You throw the ant in some water. If it sinks, it's a girl ant. If it floats, it's boy ant. What are you talking about? Boy ant. Boy ant. Oh, my gosh. Come on now. You're <laughs> silly. I didn't catch that one. <laughs> That's a great joke. That's a great joke. I've got to keep that one in my back pocket. I, I can't take all the credit for that one. I stole that one from another podcast. I love it. I love it. That's great. You gave him some useful advice and a dad joke. Yeah, and a dad joke. Man, they don't deserve you, Chucker. You hear I me? I know. I know. They don't deserve you. Sierra but... gave me a call yesterday because she's she was working down in South Georgia. Sure. And uh, you know, we went up to mom and dad's and watched uh, the SRX series. Watched old Bubba Pollard run second to some of the best drivers in the world. So that was pretty that's cool. pretty wild, dude. I'm still in shock and uh, very impressed by that performance. Yeah, I was gonna buy me a t-shirt. He's got some SRX t-shirts, and I was just looking at that before you called. And uh, they don't have my size. Ah, oh, dang. dang. Now, now Cheyenne says she's we needed her ankle. Um, it sounds like we are, uh, yard work might not be for them today. No, they need to stop and take a break. I think they run the lawnmower out of gas, and you know how the little engines are to get primed back up. Oh, yeah. Near impossible. Yeah, they need to chill out. It sounds like they're done with yard work for the day. That's what it sounds like. Kind of like how the Braves were done with that winning streak. Whoo, man. Man. That came to a screeching halt, unfortunately, but they picked it back up. They got a W today. Or yesterday. Yesterday, I mean. Uh, they got a W yesterday, but, uh, yeah, man. Yeah. They had a, what a 14 game winning streak, right? Yeah. Isn't that awesome, dude? When was the last time you heard them go on a 14 game win streak? It's been a minute and it was on the road too, wasn't it? A lot of it was on the road. Yep. That's a, that's pretty good. Pretty phenomenal, dude. Pretty phenomenal. I was, I was kind of complaining about their bats because, they hadn't been hitting the ball much, and then there they go on that tear. So that that shut me right up, you know. But you know, even though they win that many, they're still not in first place. They are still not in first place. But in a matter of like, what was it, ten days? I think they went from eleven games out to like five games out in in ten days or so. It was pretty pretty incredible. That's not bad. Maybe, no. you know, we didn't want to talk about it last week while it was going on because uh, we, we didn't want to jinx them. Yeah, again, uh, I'm not <laughs> superstitious, but I am a little stitious. That's right. That's right. Yeah, Got to be careful. We, gotta, we love our Braves, man. We love Atlanta. We love Atlanta sports. And speaking of it, uh, how about the World Cup coming to Atlanta? Yeah, man, that's pretty cool. That is pretty doggone cool. That's exciting news, man. What year is it coming, by the way? I, think I can't remember. 2026. 2026. I think. Awesome. So we got a few years to plan. If we still got the world, you know, mm. if we have it, if we have it collapsed as a world by then. Yeah. 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 If Jesus hadn't come back or, you know, mm. whatever. 
So, what do you think? You think we'll we'll wake up in a simulation, or Jesus I don't know. might come back, or maybe we'll be fully integrated with artificial intelligence by then, and we won't even have to leave our houses to like attend this FIFA World Cup because it's all going to be virtual now. Everybody can attend it. You have to buy a virtual ticket. That don't even sound fun. <laughs> hey, you think that's why like, when you see like. Uh... It'll be like sitting in the uh, Senate in uh, Star Wars. Yeah. 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 Just holograms. You know, there's no way to get sick that way. Can't catch COVID or anything like that, right? That's true. Can't get sick if you're not out and actually at the stadium around all those people. I might try to go to it. I would love to go to it. And, you know, we were talking this morning for a second. I think it would be really cool to take the kids to it because it's not something that happens often. It's not something that happens often. Don't get to host a FIFA World Cup. You Even know? if it's like Portugal versus, uh, you know, <laughs> Ukraine. Not Ukraine. Ukraine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uruguay. You know, yeah. Portugal versus Uruguay or something like that. That'd still be hey, cool to see. Man, whatever. I think it would be awesome. Um I'll buy the nosebleed nosebleeds, you know. Is it at Mercedes-Benz? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so you can at least watch it on the big screen while you're up in the nosebleeds. Dude, that is a heck of a stadium they have there. Yeah, there's not a bad seat in it. There isn't. It's so impressive. It's it's the it's it's really impressive how almost straight up the seats are built. Yeah, you're much closer. Its footprint is not as big as a lot of stadiums. That's correct. It's you're really close, man. But I'm I'm excited about that. I think it'll be a cool thing. I think so. I think so. Did you happen to watch any of the uh did you happen to watch any of the UFC this weekend? I did not. I was uh watching that race and Oh, that's right. And- well, this was uh this was yeah. Saturday night, man. The UFC fight night in Austin, dude. They had they tied the single fight card record for knockouts. They had eight knockouts on Saturday night at the UFC <laughs> event. Well, I mean, it's not that hard to get knocked out, John. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not. Why do you say that, Chuck? Because on vacation, Charlie knocked me out while we were playing in the ocean. <laughs> what? Stop. You're You're – Stop right there. You're gonna have to uh you're gonna have to talk more about that. So we're playing in the ocean, you know, and uh I said, let's go swim over there to your mom. He's like, okay. So we go to swim and as I go kind of go into the water, he's already coming around with a with his left arm to pull, you know, to swim, and he catches me across the jaw and turns my lights off for a second. Ooh, I wouldn't reboot. Yeah. Next so you thing can I see that, everything, but you didn't have control? Yeah, I was just like, next thing I, I feel him grab me like, Dad, you okay? You okay? So. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And you were you uh, seeing stars and all that? Yeah, he knew he hit me hard. <laughs> yeah. Now, was it closed fist? I don't, I don't know. Whatever it was. Whatever it was, it come around and got me. Yeah, it got you just right, huh? Yeah. So that was a... Uh, Is that your first time ever being knocked out in, like, your adult life? I think so. Wow. First time in recent memory. 
<laughs> but, Dang, um, dude. So so was it was it good fights though, or was it pretty quick knockouts? I mean, um the prelims were um how many how many fights were on the prelim? I think there were seven prelim fights and like five of them ended in first round knockouts, dude. Oh wow. It was quick, dude. They were flying. And uh it it was just a, it was a really good show. It was uh the headliner Calvin Cater, dude. I absolutely love him. Um he's called the uh the Boston finisher. He's one of my favorite fighters right now. Unfortunately, he's had a couple of tough losses in the last year, but he's also had a really good win, so um that comes with with fighting though like it's it mixed martial arts is very different from boxing like boxing you see a lot of undefeated records that's not common at all for mixed martial arts yeah because all it takes is that one lucky hit yeah yeah when you're working with like little four ounce gloves like they are rather than you know 12 or 16 or whatever they're using for boxing um yeah it's much different when you get hit with a with a hard overhand right from a four ounce glove yeah much different it'll put your lights out quick and not to mention the fact that you can kick and elbow and knee all that contributes as well you can slam like there have been some serious knockouts in the ufc so but i say all that what i find interesting though i still think boxing you get more fighters get injured in boxing i think think so yeah definitely head trauma yeah, like they come out more bell rung. Uh, For sure. I feel like boxers do. And I'll tell you why. I, I had someone explain this to me one time. But in boxing, like if you get knocked down and you're kind of out of it, you've got eight seconds to get up and come to. Right? Yeah. In the UFC, if you get clocked and you go down, it might like they don't call the fighter off. The fighter can stay on you and he can land another punch or two. And if you're not trying to defend yourself, that's it. Fight's over. Yeah. Where it, whereas in boxing, the ref will stop the fight, give you eight seconds or 10 seconds or whatever it is to recover. And, and then count you, you know, you're good to go. Fight's back on. Yeah. You can hit the reset button a couple times in that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it gives people it gives people the chance to really take some damage and stay in fights that they shouldn't stay in. Whereas in mixed martial arts, you're talking about maybe one to three damaging, really damaging hits if someone gets like, you know, really out. And uh yeah, I'm just saying. I, I, I still think boxers come out on the worst end of it. Yeah. Yeah. They definitely. take a lot more head head trauma, I feel like. And boxing's been on the decline for a few years, too. Absolutely. Yeah. And with Floyd retiring, now he's doing a few exhibitions here and there, I guess. It's just not going to help boxing. Yeah. Although I did really enjoy that uh, that Tank Davis versus uh, Raleigh Romero fight. I know that means all of those names mean nothing to you, Chuck. I know you don't follow no. boxing, but I did watch. Uh, I did catch that fight the other night, and that was really entertaining, so couple of uh welterweights i believe uh going at it welterweight they are but yeah anyway <laughs> so what size person is a welterweight um in boxing i'm not real sure how their weight classes go because they're every like 
there's so many different boxing federations and organizations and things, but with UFC, you know, the welterweight would be 170 pounds. Oh, okay. Yeah. The UFC doesn't have very many weight classes. Boxing goes like every five to five to six pounds. They have another weight class. Whereas UFC will go 10 and then 15 pounds between weight classes. Okay. So there's only a handful. Like I think the men's division, you have, 135 145 155 and then it goes to 170 then it goes to 185 and then it goes to 205 and then it goes to 235 and then actually heavyweight is just a max of 265 good night yeah and you got guys who are like a natural 265 going in there like they might shed four or five pounds just to make weight like they they might walk around at like 270 and they're walking in there in their ring like that yeah you don't have too many of them fights <laughs> there's uh the heavyweight champion of the world right now francis Ngannou, dude he started in cambodia you remember listen or what was it cambodia show oh, shoveling snow that guy you remember that or yeah. shoveling sand i mean yeah the shoveling snow <laughs> the guy that got out of out of there yeah yeah he escaped and had to uh flee and went to france and all that to gain his freedom yeah yeah he walks around at about 270 275 he's the heavyweight champion right now and uh yeah so he only had he has to cut like five to ten pounds that's that's it and so and he's just naturally that muscular and that huge it's really scary to think about i would never want to tangle with him yeah, you don't you don't want to have to go fight the guy like that. No, the guy he's like he's an animal. He's a literal animal. Yeah, you know? that, I don't want to tangle with any animals. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> Unlike Doctor <laughs> Lily, me neither. I don't want to fight nobody. Not with my toe <laughs> like it is. Well, you know, uh, you and I both know a little bit about a Doctor Lily who didn't mind tangling with animals. So this guy was doing or. <laughs> girl that yeah well dr lily was the scientist behind it i don't remember the woman's name okay who actually lived with a dolphin but anyway for our listeners for your listening pleasure today we're going to talk about uh the dolphin point project (laughs) this is strange stuff (laughs) yeah i just wanted to throw it out there and our listeners can go listen to uh, the deep dive of it on Time Suck by Dan, Dan Cummins. Yeah. Uh, phenomenal podcast. Highly recommend everybody to go check it out. Now, but, now, what got you into this? Uh, how did you come across finding out about this? What like, do you mean? Like you hadn't I, I had what I had listened to that. That Time Suck podcast, but you hadn't. So how did you discover that one? Yeah, it had been a little while, right, since it came out. Yeah. Um, I was just scrolling through Time Suck. Uh, I was just scrolling through looking for different stuff. I listened oh, okay. to that uh, I listened to that Bass Reeves episode, um, <laughs> which was phenomenal. And everyone should go listen to that right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, pause us, go listen to that, then come back. For sure. So I was listening to the Bass Reeves episode of Time Suck, and then once that got done, I had just enjoyed that episode so much that I was looking around through, uh, through his catalog, and I found oh, okay. that that Dolphin Point episode, and uh, I had to listen to it. I had to listen to it. The 
once I found out what it was about, I had no choice. Yeah. You know, his podcast, I found out about his podcast from Bert. From Bert Kreischer? Yeah. Oh, no way. Bert was talking about him on there one time. He's like, this guy, he's talking about Dan Cummins' podcast. He's like, it's so cool. He just goes and Googles everything that you want to know about a subject and then talks about it. It's incredible. It's phenomenal. And he, I mean, to his credit, I think he does a lot more than Google now. Yeah, but back in the day, it was basically, yeah, he's got research teams that do everything for him. He oh, yeah, they're reading script. full books and everything before he does these podcasts now. Yeah, they're they're very well involved. So that's uh, our podcast suggestion of the week. Absolutely. Everyone check out Time Suck. So anyway, the Dolphins. Oh, yeah, the Dolphins. Yeah. Yeah, and my neighbors happen to be going to SeaWorld and stuff, so... Um, I've been thinking about dolphins. I watched, uh, I watched that documentary Blackfish recently as well. So, you know, dolphins were just kind of on my mind or whatever. Yeah. So anyway, (laughs) to give our listeners a rundown, a quick rundown of what the dolphin point project was. So the, the, the mad scientist behind it all was this guy named Dr. Lilly. And he actually wrote a book called Dolphin and Man, I think, or Man and Dolphin, whatever, uh, either way. But uh, so this guy had the idea. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's it's widely believed that he came up with the idea while he was on LSD um, <laughs> because LSD is widely involved throughout the whole story. <clears throat> but anyway, he came up with this, with this idea that if we could teach dolphins English or at least like some form of English, um, then they would be able to help. They would be able to teach us to telepathically communicate with extraterrestrials. Oh, okay. okay. And the government funded this? NASA funded this. NASA specifically funded this. Um, They gave this guy a bunch of money and a few dolphins. And they said, have at it. So, (laughs) and they also, I'm pretty sure, provided him with a ton of the LSD that he was using during this project. Because he was floating in float tanks and stuff and doing all kinds of wild things the entire time this was happening. So, um... I, they they moved out to some I, it was some town out in California I cannot remember the name of it off the top of my head they get a house it's a little research lab they have all set up out there with the dolphins um, and they're starting to make a little progress like they actually one of the things that they learned which is really really cool is that dolphins can talk two different languages at the same time have you ever heard of the dolphin like a dolphin make that clicking noise yeah. They can make that clicking noise and their little squealing, chirping noise at the same time, speaking like two different languages. It would be the equivalent of like you talking and signing something totally different than whatever you're saying, like having two totally separate conversations at the same time. That is wild. Yeah. And dolphins can do that. They learned that during this project, which is really cool. Like that's something out of this world, right? 
Um, But anyway, there wasn't exactly much progress being made on the front of teaching them English. Um, (laughs) They think they may have got some dolphins to respond to some sign language during this project. It would later be learned that dolphins could learn sign language, um, basically. (laughs) And the military now uses dolphins and sea lions, by the way, uh, for hunting sea mines. But anyway, they, they thought they were starting to make some headway, but not really. They couldn't get these dolphins to learn any sort of English. So anyway, this local girl starts working with this Dr. Lily mad scientist. Yeah. And uh, she's helping take care of the dolphins. She's just a local dolphin enthusiast. As far as I remember, (laughs) she has no scientific qualifications whatsoever. And I use that. You like the way I snuck that dolphin Dolphin enthusiast? And uh, let's go ahead and talk to the let's go ahead and tell the listeners why I snuck that in there. Uh, this woman convinced Dr. Lily that if she was able to spend more time with the dolphins and form a better relationship with the dolphins, then they would have obviously more exposure to the English language and potentially she would be able to communicate with them better. So she convinced them to flood the bottom floor of their home that they had bought out there for this research lab. And she literally lived with the dolphin. That's um, yeah, for two months, she lived with the dolphin. And during this two months, one of the things they quickly learned is that the male dolphin that uh, she really wanted to spend time with, um, who showed a lot of promise, a lot of potential, his name was Peter. Uh, one of the things they quickly realized about Peter is that just like a human male, uh, he's very sexually um, uh, driven, okay? Yes. Yes. All he wants is sex, bro. Like, <laughs> um, so they're trying to figure out ways to just get him to, like, be all right, you know, and focus on task at hand, basically. Right. And they can't because he's so horny. So they try to send him out with like his sister and his mom. And of course he's not going to do anything with them. You know, he swims around with his sister and his mom for a little bit, but nothing ever happens. Right. So they come up with the idea that this local dolphin enthusiast woman, we'll just call her Karen. I can't remember her name either. Yeah. But, uh, she just starts stroking him off. She just starts stroking Peter off. She takes, Um, she takes things in her own hands. Precisely. Precisely. And uh, it works a little bit, they think. Uh, They're able to get his attention, you know. Uh, He's able to focus on the task at hand. But then he quickly wants more. And um, this goes on for two months, like I said. And uh, again, NASA funding the whole thing. Um, Scientists approved. And uh, come to find out later on that uh, more than just uh, a hand was lent. Yes. Let's put it that way. Yeah, that's um, a good way to put it. A lot more than just a ham was lent. Um, and things got out of hand. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. You don't say. Okay. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I've, no progress was made after a year uh, in this project, In this project, um, which, I mean, who had any idea that there would be progress? Do you think they really thought this would happen? I don't know, man. It's so it's so weird. 
It just got me thinking, what kind of weird stuff are they funding right now? Well, that's the thing, dude. Um, I learned about like some of these research facilities that this Dr. Lilly was partnering with. Yeah. The research on his lab got pulled, but the labs he was working with in the area, they're still in operation. Oh, oh, wow. And like I said, we're still working with dolphins. The U.S. government is, the U.S. military specifically, um, using them and sea lions. We have teams of dolphins and sea lions in California right now ready to go and locate sea mines. Um, now, we haven't had to use them in almost 20 years, thank God. I mean, the last time we used them was like when we were uh, invading Afghanistan, I think, or Iraq or whatever. Like, there's some there's some water around there that we wanted them to go explore. It's like, here, guys, go check this out. And it works. Like, they work, dude. They're able to tell us where sea mines are. They're I able mean, to communicate okay. that to us. That's cool and everything, right? But wouldn't a drone, uh, underwater drone just be cheaper? Yeah, and I'm sure that's probably the way we're going now. I would have to think. But, you know, there was always talk of, like, Russia strapping bombs and all kinds of stuff to dolphins. Yeah. Like, there's been all kinds of wild tests done. Ain't no telling. Man. Ain't no telling. But some it, of those facilities are still open, dude. And but, now, uh, when you hear about them funding gender studies, yeah, that don't seem so far-fetched. Absolutely not, right? Absolutely not. Let me wrap up our boy Peter's story, okay. man. Wrap up this, boy Peter's story. Our this poor Peter. Bad. Man, after they after NASA pulled the plug, obviously he had to go to some tank somewhere else. And uh this was really interesting, man. Here's some interesting tidbits of knowledge for you people. Dolphins can like they can't subconsciously breathe. So, like, they won't instinctively breathe. Like, you know, if you or I go to the bottom of the pool, we can't, like, we'll instinctively get back up and get a breath. Like, we can't not do that, right? Right. Um, dolphins can consciously, like, focus and not breathe. They can do that. It won't, like, instinctively, they can't, they won't instinctively, like, go up to the surface and get a breath. So, our board our boy Peter, about three weeks after NASA pulled the funding on this project, man, he swam to, he swam to the bottom of his pool and killed himself. Committed suicide. That's crazy. Yeah. To think that dolphins could commit suicide. I think it just goes to show that there's a lot we don't know about dolphins. Yeah, that they know that they can go to the bottom of the pool and end it. Yeah. Like, in that misery was so rough and that he was that addicted to sex. Yeah, that's a... Uh... Because you got to think that's what it is, right? They ripped his girlfriend away from him? Yeah, definitely. definitely. Maybe it was more than sex. What if he was in love with this one? Ooh, that's weird. That never It never would have worked. <laughs> so, dude, can I, can I divulge a little bit on what a dolphin penis looks like? I mean, this is a family show, John. It kind of is, right? But hold your hand up. Yeah. That's about what a dolphin penis looks like. Like, just hold your hand up, fingers straight, like, together. Um, okay. All five of them. And, yeah, it's like that. That's interesting. That's like what it looks shovel. like. Yeah, like a shovel. Like a spade. 
Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There's a little tidbit of information. Yep. All right. So the more you know. The more you know. So our boy Peter died, and that was it. I guess Dr. Lil. Oh, dude. One of the things he was doing, though. Yeah. He would inject LSD into these dolphins. Oh, wow. And be on LSD himself so they could trip together. And uh, he felt like he would be able to better communicate with the dolphins if they were both tripping at the same time. So did that? Did they get anything out of that? No, no, not at all. I wonder what a dolphin thinks when it's tripping. I have no idea, but I feel so bad for these dolphins, man. Yeah, because they're not consciously making the effort to, to trip. No, they're not consciously making the, they don't, they're not making that decision to trip and they're not making the decision to have relations with this woman. Like he is, but it's just like, it's this, you can't, you can't like dangle cheese in front of a mouse and not expect him to eat it. You know what I'm saying? Like that, but a dolphin could easily, and water could easily kill a human. Easily. I just, I think the whole thing was wrong, dude. And NASA's funding it. That's yeah. what I think. Yeah, yeah. I'm it's going disgusting. To you know, and it also made me think about, I've talked about a lot of the benefits of psychedelics on this show before. Yeah. Um, we both have, I is think. Is this not one of them? <laughs> this is not one of them. And it kind of reminded me of guns. I know there was that school shooting and, you know, gun control yeah. has been in the news lately. And it made me think that Guns aren't for everybody, and neither are psychedelics. <laughs> that's what it made me think. Yeah. Well, that's a good point. That's a real yes. good point. Exercise caution, everybody. Yep. So how do we segue out of the Dolphin Project into the car show that I went to this weekend? Or Friday? There is no good segue. Go this ahead and lay it segue. on this, dude. You went over there, man. Tell me all about so it. So they had the Hot Rod Power Tour. And if you don't know, the Hot Rod Power Tour every year does a different route. It's a week-long road trip with all kinds of hot rods and cool cars and not-so-cool cars that just happen to be weird and run. And um, they go – this year they started in Memphis and ended up at Atlanta Motor Speedway. And how big a loop did they do? Like, how where, where was the route? They went from Memphis to somewhere else in Tennessee. I think either Mississippi or Alabama, then down to Pensacola, then to Atlanta Motor Speedway. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it sounds fun. So, a busy weekend in Pensacola, first of all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they had the SRX on <laughs> Saturday night, and they had the uh, in Pensacola. Pensacola is a happening little town. I'm telling you, I'm I want to go back there, but I'm um, telling you, that's where I proposed to my wife. Well, by golly, yes, sir. Was it on the beach? Sure enough. Look at you, Mister. Like Robert. every woman's dream. Oh, it was her favorite. dream for sure. Anyway, I don't know if it's every woman's dream, but it was her dream. I think we were just sitting in the car, sitting in the car, sitting in a restaurant, and be like, "Hey, you want to get married?" And he's like, "Yeah, okay." Oh, you didn't have no ring or anything? No. Oh man. No. Did you ask your dad? No. Oh I, my I asked gosh. The girl. This was the second time around for both of us. Well, that's true. 
the, the rules true. are the rules are a little bit different. Yeah, I asked her dad, and uh, I got down on one knee the whole nine yards, the wow. whole nine yards. I did the whole thing. I guess it would have been on the internet if TikTok had been a thing. Uh, more than likely, I I I mean it's on Facebook probably. Oh. It was, golly, 2011. Oh wow! No, no, 2013. Sorry. You better remember this right. 2013. That's when you, we got engaged. You, you are under a microscope now. You have put it on. The page. Wait, wait. Yeah, 2013. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks so, for thanks for giving me a second to think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Is that your final answer? Final answer. We got married in 2014, engaged in 2013. Do you need to phone a friend? <laughs> no. No, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. I'm good. So tell me about some of the cars that were there, man. Well, man, they had – so the route, it, it came through, like, Fayette County. So there's a lot of people sitting uh, in different spots in Fayette County and Clayton County right there near the racetrack watching the cars come through. About 4,000 cars in total. Four thousand. Four thousand. Did and, they uh, all go like the whole trip, basically? I think some of them did. Like, you could do the whole trip, or you could do just legs of the trip, depending on how your time worked out. Um, but there was the long haulers that got the long haulers award. Uh, there was one group; they were from San Bernardino, California, so they had to drive all the way over to Miss to Memphis. Then do the route, and then get their car back home. And you said nobody was trailering. Uh, not really. No, there's a few show cars that might have been trailered, but that that don't count, you know. Right, right. I so, did see some nice cars out. Now that I'm thinking about it, when were you there? Was this uh, Saturday or Sunday? Friday. Oh, Friday. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, this was Friday when I come up through. Nice. But uh, I mean, there was every everything you could think of. I mean, I saw an Etzel wagon. Um, saw a bunch of trucks like yours. Yeah, man, I really like some of those old Dodges you sent me. Um, the thing that got me, though, was, you know, most of the time you go to them old car shows and they're playing oldies, right? Yeah. Well, what we get in there and the cover band's playing some uh, – Smells like Teen Spirit. Man. Like, oh, okay, that's cool. You're getting old, Chuck. Then they go into some Sugar Ray. And I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, good grief. Wait a minute. We're not old. We're not car show old yet. No. No, you are not. We Evidently, we are, man. No, your generation is not. You're not there yet. Generation X. You know, because I'm a baby Gen Xer. That's true. So, yeah. When does it start? When does Gen X start? Around 68 or 69, somewhere in there. Oh, wow. That is pretty late, though. Yeah, yeah I, maybe it is. Maybe it is time for all that. Yeah. Maybe it is time for all that. It's kind of sad. I don't know. Maybe you guys can comment on our Facebook page if you have any input on that. Is it time? For 90s alternative to start being considered classic rock. I believe it is. You believe it is? I mean, I, I don't want it to be, 
but it's I mean, been 30 years at this point. It's been 30 years. It's got to be on the classic rock stations. You know, or classic. So you you or, consider it classic rock? I mean, it, it's it's just, it's our time. Um, we're you know we're in our 40s and 50s. It's our so time. Are like are the Who and all those guys? Are they going to become ancient rock now? They're oldies. They're oldies. <laughs> so what's Beach Boys then? They're just good music. Yeah. You keep yeah. on playing there forever. Your mom's a Carol's a big fan of Beach Boys, isn't she? Beach Boys, the Beatles, yeah, she likes them all. That's awesome. We saw the Beach Boys one year. Did you really? Yeah, at uh the Ultimate Oldies Fox Nine Seven used to have this Ultimate Oldies concert. Yeah. At the Dome. And we saw man, we've seen so many people there. We've seen uh the Beach Boys, Three Dog Night, the Turtles, Hermits, Herm, uh, Peter Noon and Hermit Hermits. That's uh, awesome, man. Those I think are I some saw good Chuck, shows. I think I saw Chuck Berry one year. Fantastic. I've seen Chuck Berry. I've also. Uh, Dion. Wow. Yeah, the list goes on. You got to see a lot of them. I've seen the Beach Boys, but when I saw them, it was most of their sons. Oh, okay. And I also got to see. Creedence Clearwater Revisited. <laughs> oh. Which was a lot of their sons. <laughs> uh, I got to see Chuck Berry. That was all local in Peachtree City at the amphitheater. Oh, wow. Yeah, they have some good acts come through there. They really do, man. Uh, they have B.B. King come through. I didn't get to see him. But uh, Casey and the Sunshine Band have been through there a couple of times. <laughs> Some real good ones. My mother actually got to see Peter Frampton there. Oh, that's cool. That's a big name, dude. That is a big name. Yeah, Peter Frampton. Hadn't Michael McDonald played there? Uh, More than likely. Yeah, that Yacht Rock. Yeah, more than likely. That's my, that's my I've seen through. Eddie Money there. He got booed Eddie off stage Money. because he was so drunk. That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Yacht Rock. Yacht Rock's my go-to for when we're hanging out in the pool in the backyard. Yeah. Yeah. What's your go-to song when you go out there? Like, is there an artist in particular? No, I just put it on XM's Yacht Rock station and uh, just let it go. Yeah? Yeah. Mary Beth likes that music? Yeah, she's into it, too, so it works out. Oh, that's nice. It is good. It is good pool music. Ain't it? Like, yeah. you know, it's just like. Two pina coladas. You think we're going to catch a bunch of flack from our listeners for this? Talk about how cool Yacht Rock Rock is? Yacht Rock has its place. Yeah, that's what we're saying. Yes, yes. That's all we're saying. I'm not probably not going to road trip to Yacht Rock, even though I might have had done that just looking through for a minute. But So there's there's a question. What's your go-to music for a road trip? Well... There's there's actually a station on XM called Road Trip Radio. Really? Yes, and it is one of the most... Man, you'll be listening to Johnny Cash, and then the next thing you listen to some MC Hammer. No way. I mean, it is a crazy blend of music. Does it keep you kind of pumped up, though? Sometimes. Sometimes it gets weird, but... A little little too eclectic for your taste? A little bit. Yeah, I hear you. Have we covered all of our notes yet? We got three things left. Oh, you you mentioned Burt Kreischer earlier, dude. 
we've are we gonna we're not gonna go to the fully loaded festival it sounds like no we got a race this weekend so i'm not gonna make it i'm still considering going even though you're calling out yeah you're backing out on me uh if, if things line up and i can make it out to gwinnett that night i'm gonna try to go well do it i am fully loaded festival coming to gwinnett um where's he playing cool ray field they're uh they're they're at cool ray field it's gonna be mark norman it's gonna be uh yeah mark norman <laughs> mark norman joey diaz burt kreischer uh big jay ogerson uh nikki glazer um golly there's just gonna be so many comedians it's gonna be amazing yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a very big part i hope they record this like they did uh the blue collar comedy tour and make a special out of it that would be incredible well you know, you know you know birds carrying cameras everywhere with oh He's yeah got to be yeah this is there ought to be a wild documentary about it i hope so i hope there's like a lot of behind the scenes i might pay for like a month of patreon or something just to get like behind the scenes of what's happening on this fully loaded <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah that'd be wild yeah, because I know a bunch of them have like a pa- Patreon or whatever. You know, Shane Gillis, I think, has one. He's going to be there as well. So yeah. that's, that's an option. I might, I might look into it, dude, because it's got, it's got to be a fantastic time. Hilarious. All of those people are so funny. Yeah, they are. And uh, Joey Diaz. Oh, man. That's Joey Coco so Diaz. Listen up. <laughs> Coming out of retirement. Yeah. He was done until Bert put him on stage to open for him or something. Oh, and he's yeah. like, man, that was awesome. You give Uncle Joey a little taste, man. Yeah. Give him yeah. a little taste. You guys got to check it out. Yeah. I got to send you a meme, man. Please do. You got any memes? It'd be a whole lot cooler if you did. It's the meme of the week. Pete Davidson is what I imagine Beetlejuice looked like when he was alive. <laughs> he, he absolutely does in that picture. My gosh, he kind of looks like garbage. <laughs> maybe, no offense to Pete Davidson. I don't know the guy, really. Maybe he could play Beetlejuice in the uh, remake. Oh, I'm sure he could. Are they trying to remake it? I don't know, but if they do remake it, he would be a good candidate. He sure enough would. Based on that photograph, he absolutely would. Michael Keaton, right? Who played who played Beetlejuice? Yeah, I believe that was Michael Keaton. I believe it was, man. He did a great job. That was he one of my a, favorite movies when I was a kid. I used to wear it out on VHS. He's a good Batman. Were there what was one of your favorite VHS movies? I had I had uh I had I had Goosebump or or I'm sorry, Beetlejuice and I had uh Dumb and Dumber was my was was probably my top VHS. I couldn't even it wouldn't even play anymore. After a while, I watched it so many times. Did you have any favorite VHS tapes? Man, uh, I can't think of one right off the bat right now. No? No. Dang, man, I kind of put you on the spot, huh? Yeah, I mean, we had a bunch, but I can't You had a bunch, but none you, like, wore out over and over and over again? Yeah. I'm the type of person I can totally watch movies uh, a million times. Yeah. No problem. I, I enjoy them. We just started watching Stranger Things. Yeah, from the from the beginning, right? Yeah. 
You enjoying it so far? It's all right. <laughs> it's weird. It's out there, man. It it's is like... weird. It, it's I'm I'm getting into it, you know, but I it moves too slow. It is slow. You got to give it some time. The first season really moves slow. You so. got to give it some time. It's it's everything's so odd and unexplained. Yeah. I haven't I haven't bothered with the newest season. Well, it might be good. It might be. I might check it out. I think we've kept the listeners on listeners on long enough. What about you? Yeah, we'll see y'all next week. <laughs> Thanks a lot, everybody. We appreciate it. I hope I haven't used this one. That's kind of worse. All right, I'm pulling it up.